Good morning, City Church. This is Ann Stewart Freeman, hoping to bring you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. My nephew Palmer turns 10 today, which is wild. Feels like just yesterday I was holding him as a baby. He's the best. Right now he is obsessed with baseball. He plays on a travel team, and I love being able to go watch his games. All he wants to do when we are together is throw the baseball or practice hitting, which is very fun for him, but you know, I'm old and I get tired. We've implemented the you hit it, you get it rule, aka I make him retrieve the ball. I'm such a cool aunt. Anyways, he had the opportunity to go to the first playoff game for the Braves versus the Phillies this year. It was on a Saturday, and he told my sister that Friday that it was the worst day of his life because he had to wait all day until Saturday. I love the drama. My sister says he gets it from me, and I'm okay with that. I do tend to operate in extremes, for better or worse. The verse I want to focus on this morning operates in extremes as well. It's come up twice for me in the past week or so, and I always try to pay attention when that happens. What is God trying to show me? The verse comes from Matthew 10, one of our passages for today. Verse 39 says this, Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. By all accounts, the Gospel of Mark was written first. So let's hear how he records Jesus' words in chapter 8, verse 35. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. He goes further in verse 36 to say, For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Luke records it this way in chapter 9, verse 24. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. These first three Gospels, known as the Synoptic Gospels, are more similar in general. And all of these verses follow some variation of Jesus telling his disciples that if one wants to follow him, he must deny himself and take up his cross. John, always trying to be different, has a little bit of a twist on the idea in chapter 12, verse 25. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Like I said, the synoptic gospels have a lot of the same content in contrast to John. So the fact that some variation of this phrase is included in all four, including John, is important. We are looking at the dichotomy between saving, finding, and loving our earthly lives versus hating and losing them. Jesus is operating in the extremes here. So what is he really trying to say? Pursuing safety, comfort, pleasure, and all the good things the world has to offer will not save us from sin, brokenness, despair, and death. Colin Hansen, an author, professor, and editor of the Gospel Coalition, says this, Anyone can love someone who loves them back. Anyone can thank God when things are going well. But what would cause you to feel thankfulness even when you don't get the promotion? when you don't get the scholarship, when you don't get the girl. Only the kingdom of God can help us find hope in a lost world. When we pick up that cross and follow him, we find the meaning of a life worth living. You need good news that will sustain you even in your worst nightmare. 
when all your planning is for naught, when yet another pregnancy test is negative, when you don't know when the next paycheck will come, when you look inside yourself for answers and emerge only with despair, and you need this good news even more when everything's going well, when you get the girl, land the job, buy the vacation home. Because Jesus tells us that when you feel at home in this world, you won't enjoy the next. This is a good yet hard reminder for me personally. As many of you know, I am single, but what you may not know is that there is a real grief that comes along with prolonged singleness. It's a type of ambiguous loss, a loss that is unclear and unseen. There are various types of ambiguous losses, but for a single person, it is the loss of partnership and family. And with the uncertainty of the future, the grief is difficult to resolve. I am in the midst of that grief, and yet I can hold the depth of my grief in one hand and not dismiss it or trivialize it, but at the same time hold in the other hand this truth, that getting all of the things that I want in life, while they may be good and real and valid things, will not save me. In fact, giving up all of my hopes and dreams for the sake of Jesus, holding him highest and first in my life, that is what will save me, and that is what will offer me true, abundant life. Life on this earth will never look exactly like we want. We won't get all the things. In fact, life is hard and will continue to be no matter your circumstances. That is real, and it is okay to feel the pain of that. But according to Jesus, the one who lost his life for our sake, if we hate this life for the sake of loving him, we will get to experience the truest, most abundant life that could ever be. That truth may not take my pain away in this moment, but it gives me hope that all will be made right. Thanks for listening, City Church. Until tomorrow, stay well and do good. Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.